forward those who would serve, for an army will be raised. The powerful will be ripped from their decadent nests and cast out into the cold world that we know and endure. Folks, Kyle here. I'm a physical therapist and a fantasy football junkie. I've been doing Dynasty for a year and I joined the Dynasty Warzone Patreon about six months ago and never have I felt more comfortable with having Memphis, Jerry, and the guys in the patron chat help me with buys, sells, and navigating free agency and rookie draft. I can't recommend them enough, and so join the Patreon, because if you ain't first, you're last. What's happening, guys? Happy bonus show, and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone. The People's Dynasty podcast today is going to be all about consistency with Bob Lung of Big Guys Fantasy Football and the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide. Going to jump into all of that in just a minute. Uh, no Jerry in the bonus show. Jerry's been a hard man to, to track down on these bonuses, but it sounds like his schedule's about ready to loosen up a little bit, and we'll get him in here. Uh, man, what a great show on Wednesday with Matt Waldman of the Rookie Scouting Portfolio Family of Products. Absolutely a great time talking to Matt, and this guy knows his stuff. When A lot of people can identify talent uh, without question, but when a guy like Matt starts talking about a particular running back and how they fit in certain schemes and how they would flourish here or flourish there, that's the piece de resistance, if you will. That's the piece that is just the, the missing link that most shows don't give you. Hey, Cam Akers is really good at football. I'm not going to get too many arguments there. But, you know, these are the offenses and the teams that he would thrive in because of his particular running style. And I think that goes overshadowed way too often. A lot of times we just see a guy that we really, really like, and he goes to a job, and maybe even the situation looks fantastic, but he winds up, you know, just a, a round peg in a square hole. He doesn't fit that blocking scheme or whatever the offense is. Anyway, I found it fascinating. I hope you did too. If you haven't listened yet, just go over to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, where have you, and download the Wednesday show with Matt Waldman. It's entitled 2020 Rookie Wisdom with Matt Waldman. Can't miss it. Make sure if you're listening to this on Friday, the day in which it drops, make sure to head over to the Dynasty Happy Hour feed. There will also be, or should be, a new edition of the Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor. The Dynasty Contractor, that is me. A really good show over there, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm finding not only is it stimulating to work on a roster that isn't mine, but it's just interesting and fascinating to help someone with their roster. That's the, the whole reason for doing the Dynasty Warzone, the whole reason for doing anything besides taking care of my own stuff is to help people. And it's not that I want to go and come in and, and, and bowl my way in and, and take over a, a person's team. That's not the, the point of the show. The point of the show is to, to come in and inspire thought. And that's why there's questions, things of that nature. Just a good time. And, you know, I, I feel like not only am I going to leave these rosters better than we found them, but we're going to leave these owners better than we found them. And, and that's the really cool part. If you're interested, again, head over to Dynasty Happy Hour. Uh, can't miss it blue show icon in a uh, horizontal DHH logo. Uh, Just subscribe. Man, the the normal podcast usually drops on Mondays. It's fantastic with Tyler, Tim, 
and Doug, as well as other podcasts throughout the Dynasty Happy Hour family, as well as my rankings. If you actually signed up and became a member of the Dynasty Happy Hour, their ranking service, I'm doing both rookie 1QB and Superflex mock drafts. Not mock drafts, excuse me, rookie rankings. They are live as we speak over there. But you know where else you can get them? You can get them on patreon.com forward slash a dynasty war zone and slide on over there. So much more content than you would think. And what does that entail? Well, it it depends on your level of patronage. Um, There's a level for just the podcast. There's a level for the podcast and the group chat. And then there's a level of podcast group chat and individual help with your rosters. Some of those will be conducted on the dynasty happy hour contractor if you're interested in all that, and I will tell you the, the biggest benefit is more than anything, is not only the individual attention, it's the, the group chat. The more people we add, the crazier this thing gets. And it's, it's not as expensive as you think. If you get one fancy schmancy Starbucks a week, one, just one, like the double mocha choca frappe gimmick BS, one curse word, this particular show bullshit coffee, you just drink one of those a week. If, if you could give up one a week, one, and just drink a couple, a couple Folgers, just uh, some Folgers crystals, some Sanka, uh, whatever it is, McDonald's, whatever it is that, that, that you, if you saved the money on that one drink, it would more than pay for the Dynasty Warzone Patreon, and it would give you much, much more in return. So one day, a couple Folgers month worth of premium access over the Dynasty Warzone Patreon, and want to call out our social media, Dynasty Warzone on Instagram and Twitter. I've done a much better job. Uh, I've posted an Instagram story and a picture this week, and I'm going to make sure to do that again real, real soon. I'm going to start really uh, diving into Instagram. I was never a picture poster. Uh, That's why I like Twitter. I can post, you know, GIFs or GIFs or whatever you call them and be snarky sarcastic and witty it's kind of my bag doing a better job over there but you can also follow the twitter and last thing i will ask you for on my way to bringing bob in is five star reviews those are the lifeblood uh even as more so than the patreon because it's free it, it takes less than 90 seconds to go to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now hit pause go into it leave a five star Boom, you're done. It is the number one way, as well as subscribing. We would love to have you as a subscriber, but it's the number one way to help new people find the show. When you search Dynasty, the more reviews we have, the further it pulls us up the the ladder. And we've got some big shows to run down along the way. So those five-star reviews are going a long way. I want to tell you why I'm asking. And take that 90 seconds helping your brothers out. All right, here it is. The show with Bob Lung. Now, this is not your normal dynasty show. Not going to talk a ton about rookies or dynasty theory or building or anything like that. We're really just going to talk about consistency. Now, what does consistency mean? Obviously, sustainable, repeatable. And I find that to be incredibly helpful. It's one thing to have a guy like, I'll give you classic old school Deshaun Jackson. Might give you 11 points, might give you 40. Think of Amari Cooper with his home road splits. Think of Big Ben Roethlisberger a couple of years ago with his home road splits. Drew Brees a few years ago. They were not consistent. You know, versus a guy like Patrick Mahomes, versus a guy like Deshaun Watson, who more often than not give you 
a consistent floor each and every week. So Bob's going to talk about that. It will really help you think about certain guys, especially as you're doing best balls, big best ball season right now. Uh, a lot of people will you know, be doing redraft leagues. I know I do. I do my old school redraft league each and every year. So I'm going to introduce Bob. Bob is a big part of Big Guy Fantasy Sports. Big Guy is the home of the three-time, and hopefully, hopefully soon to be four-time, Fantasy Sports Writers Association nominee for Best Fantasy Football Publication. That's the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide. Plus, Bob is the organizer of the Midwest Fantasy Expo. Those of you that live around, I don't say live around, but would live within what I would consider driving distance, and for me, driving distance is about five, six hours. If you live within five, six hours of Canton, Ohio, and he is able to put on the uh, Midwest Fantasy Sports Expo, that'd be a great opportunity to come out and meet me. Uh, as long as we're no longer in quarantine and able to gather, I'm going to head that way. Big opportunity, man. It's usually done around, I believe it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend. Again, a lot of this is to be determined, but I'm, I'm going to stay positive. That's four friggin' months away. Four months from the release of this show will be approximately August 17th. A lot of stuff can happen between here and August 17th. So keep your chin up, buttercup. But enough about that. Let's welcome in Bob to the Dynasty War Zone. And Bob can be found on Twitter at Bob underscore Lung. All right, joining me tonight is none other than Bob Lung. Bob, welcome to the Dynasty Warzone. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, always, anytime I can be anywhere talking fantasy football, uh, whether it's March, May, June, July, September, I'm always excited and always honored to uh, be asked to be on shows. So thank you for having me. Nope, I was very excited. Now, I've got lots of stuff to talk to you about. Most importantly is going to be your fantasy football consistency guide. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But uh, where are you hailing from here in the United States? So I live in the hometown of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that would be Canton, Ohio. Uh, beautiful Canton, Ohio. I plan on making a trip there this summer, uh, as well as next year when the Cleveland area hosts the hopefully host the 2021 yeah. rookie draft. A good friend of the show yeah. and of mine, Garrett Price, is also a Canton resident. So, Yep, I know Garrett. Garrett's good people. So uh, how, yep. is, how is the world of social distancing treating you guys in Canton? I haven't had a chance to catch up with <laughs> Garrett since the, since the combine. He came to Indianapolis as a representative oh, nice. of, of the Dynasty Nerds. We, we had a little lunch. We broke some bread and chatted. But uh, how are you guys handling it over there? I know Ohio has been a bit of a, I want to say a front runner. The, your governor's done a great job yeah. with stuff like that. So what's going on? Yeah, no, I think you hit it right on the nose. Our governor has done an amazing job. And, you know, everybody hated him um, because we were the first ones to start shutting things down and taking precautions and social distancing. And uh, we've been one of the leaders in that. And, you know, it's now paying off. We, you know, we have uh, significantly less deaths than most states, uh, even with towns as big as Cleveland, Columbus, uh, Cincinnati, Akron. Um Canton's pretty small, but, you know, but, and so, you know, um, you know, there's people out, you know, my wife and I go out occasionally and walk on, you know, walking tracks at parks and there's people and, you know, you just keep quote, keep your distance and enjoy life and enjoy the sunshine when we have it, which is rare. And, uh, you know, just, just 
follow the rules. I mean, that's the best advice I can give anybody. It's just, look, I get it. It sucks. Nobody wants to be inside. Everybody wants to get together and play cards and go to bars and have fun. And I, yeah, I get, I, trust me, I wanted those too. But, you know, this is something that we have to work through. And while it feels like it's been six months, it's not even been six weeks. So, um, we got a couple more weeks to go. Let's hope we get through it. And, uh, you know, everybody seems to be doing a pretty good job here in Ohio. So we're hoping we keep up the, keep up the good fight. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like, uh, we're, we're starting to flatten out a little bit and I hope that continues to be the case so that we can all get opened back up. So, uh, I, as I brought you in on the intro, which I, I pre-recorded, um, I mentioned that you were the, I guess for lack of a better term, the host, the grand poobah, the head honcho, if you will, <laughs> over at the Midwest Fantasy Football Expo. Now, this was a, a pretty cool yeah. event you guys did last year. Uh, there's plans now that myself and my co-host Jerry will make it over there, um, as well as some other people in the industry. I, I know it's too early to tell, um, but if you had to, to guess, are, are you feeling okay? Or are you just going to wait and see what's going on with the expo? I mean, you know, as I tell, I've told people so far, the key is, is if the NFL goes, we go. So as long as nothing gets drastically postponed or canceled, um, I don't see any reason why not. Um, the whole idea of the weekend is that on Saturday, we have the big Kings Classic draft, uh, national uh, experts draft in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is open to the public. You can come watch. Um, it's live on Sirius XM radio. Now, the question is, is that going to happen? We still may draft, but it may not be live this year. Um, I'm already hearing some rumors that some of the big boys have been told by their companies there'll be no unnecessary or I'm sorry, non-essential <laughs> travel this year. Uh, and that would probably be in that play. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to cancel the expo just because they're not coming in town. I think some people will still come in town still for the expo. Most of the people that have come into the expo are local anyway. You know, they're driving driving distance, whether they're coming from, you know, Pennsylvania, Indianapolis, uh, wherever the case may be. Um, so I think at this point, the expo is still a go. Um, it just may be, um, you know, we may not have our big party on Saturday night with all of the guys from the Kings Classic there uh, the Brad Evans, the Mike Clays, the Andy Barons, all uh, you know, having a good time and drinking and eating at BW3s on Saturday night. But we'll still do it anyway. And hopefully some of them maybe will make it in town and uh, be a part of the expo. But at this point, the goal is to have the expo and we'll be going forward. But, you know, again, right now, we, you know, the next couple of weeks are going to be crucial. And the NFL's decisions based on that will be crucial as well. So that's what I know. That's what I can tell you. And uh, we'll just, like you said, we'll just keep praying that uh, this all heads in the right direction for everybody and we can get, quote, back to normal. Well, I, I, th I think you bring up some good points. And one that I will touch on and, and add to is, is have patience. I mean, we're talking literally four yeah. plus months away. We don't know what this is going to look like in a week, two weeks, a month, right. two months. So there's no point in making rash decisions. And that's why I give the NFL a lot of credit. They are getting very innovative with what they're going to do with the mm -hmm. NFL draft. I've heard about how they're going to put a 15 uh, monitor 
apparatus behind Roger Goodell in his basement so that te- uh, fans from certain, like all the teams, like when your team's on the clock, he'll have 15 fans behind him and they can boo him and heckle him and they'll all be on a Zoom call or a Microsoft <laughs> team. Nice. I did not hear that. That's fantastic. Yeah, That's I, good. I heard that today on, on my way home from work. So, you know, th- they're not shying away from anything. And like I said, it, it's too early to tell. So uh, I hope we get some good weather. I think the heat and the good weather will help. Viruses don't mm-hmm. typically thrive in heat. Now, I'm no epidemiologist, but I play one on TV. But uh, we'll, right. we'll, we'll see how this goes. So um, enough about the, 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 the coronavirus. Let's, let's transition to something um, that we know is happening. And actually, it's already happened as we speak. Uh, very recently, you, as the author of the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, recently had a launch. Um, what can you tell us about your product and where the uh, listeners can find it? So the this is basically I think the fourth year for the uh, fantasy football consistency guide. Uh, normally I released it every year. Uh, well, last year it was May first, uh, which was right after the draft, and uh, this year I released it uh, a few probably about a month early. And the reason why was uh, you know a few weeks ago. Um, People were like, Bob, you know, uh, we're bored. Um, we're sitting at home. We have nothing to do. Any chance you can get your guy done a little early so that we'll have something to read while we're waiting for this NFL draft to happen here in about three weeks. And so, um, you know, the fan spoke and I went to work and, uh, you know, buried myself at my computer. Um, I had done a lot of the data, which I do after the after a season ends anyway. So I already always have a head start on the data part. It's just writing the profiles and tying in ADPs and stuff, which I wanted to at least wait till, you know, some free agency got done and we were seeing some best ball drafts and mock drafts. And so I put it together, released it on April 3rd. You can get the hard copy on amazon.com. Uh, regardless of where you live, just search your Amazon and type in fantasy football consistency. And it should be the first thing that pops up. And you can get it there. And then if you want, you can also come to the website and subscribe to all the cool fantasy consistency tools that we have on there. You can There's a consistency report where you can put in your scoring method of your league and find out who the most consistent players were under your format. Uh, you can download that into Excel, use that as draft prep this summer. Uh, all kinds of articles and stuff will be there uh, throughout the summer as well. And so all kinds of great stuff there. You can uh, do that as well. So there's the two places to get it. If you're a PDF kind of guy, you can get the PDF copy. And, of course, even if you buy it on Amazon, you can come and email me all during the summer, and I'll give you a free updated PDF of the guide because obviously things are going to change after the draft. Things are going to change if somebody gets hurt. So I update it all summer. Uh, if you buy it now, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it gives you something to read, gives you some ideas. Maybe you want to do some trades in your dynasty league or maybe in your keeper league. Um, so you can at least read it now and then get the free updates all summer uh, just by contacting me and I'll get you a free PDF copy. And then you can have that for the rest of the summer as well. Okay. I just want to make sure I got this correctly. That's a big guy, correct? Yes, that's the website, right? Yep. So I, I, I mentioned that in the intro and I'm going to mention that again here again. That's big guy, also, if you open up your podcast player and open up the, this particular show description, there will be a hyperlink in there that will take you right to the Amazon page. We'll make it easy for Great. you to you. Uh, to hunt this uh, hunt this down. Easy, easy to find. So the the word that, that you're using a lot, and obviously it's part of the the guide's name, which is consistency. 
<laughs> consistency is absolutely huge. I think as dynasty owners, especially around draft time, we get too caught up in, in the name on the back of the jersey and not necessarily the amount of fantasy points they're putting in our lineup. And not only the points, right. but consistency. It's one thing if a guy right. – uh, I, I, I won't steal any of your thunder or give too much of the guide <laughs> away, right. but, but like Amari Cooper – if you've been an Amari oh, Cooper, yeah. if you've been an Amari Cooper owner the last few years, you know that it's very feast or famine. It can be very maddening. So, uh, if you would just and not just in head-to-head scoring, but it can also impact best balls. It can even impact DFS once that gets up and running. You know, week one. I guess some people play preseason DFS, but tell the listeners a little bit about the power of consistency and, and what that does for their lineup each and every week. Yeah, so basically the concept is is that obviously you're going into your fantasy drafts to get the guys to score the most fantasy points. That's an obvious. Um, but what people don't always look at is they don't look at how consistently they're scoring those points on a weekly basis. Um, you know, if you get a guy that scores 30 points one week and 10 points the next and then 30, 10, you know, it goes up and down like that all season long. Yeah, they're averaging 20 points a week. That's great. But the problem is you're probably going to be 500 season because if all of your players are doing that or a lot of your players are doing that, then you're killing a guy one week and you're winning by 100 points. The next week you might be losing by 20 because they all scored, you know, below average. So you want a guy that's going to score closer to that 20 points a week, let's say, um, you know, and you want a guy that, you know, that player's total points for the week kind of gets you into what I'll call the starting lineup. So, you know, who's in the top 12 quarterbacks, who's, uh, you know, fantasy point wise is in the uh, top 24 running backs, top 36 receivers, you know, top 12 tight ends. And, and in my system, it creates what's called a, a clutch factor. And that is that level. So for like a wide receiver, for example, it's 11 points a week. Uh, you know, it's like 10.86 for last year. Okay, so you get about 11 points a week. You earn a clutch game, more clutch games you earn. That's your consistency rating. So, you know, you brought up a good point. So a guy like Amari Cooper, who last year ranked 10th in total points, if you just look at that, you say, okay, I need Amari Cooper on my team as my wide receiver one. I should draft him early. The problem is his consistency was only 63% last year. That ranks him 21st amongst all wide receivers. So he's not worth a wide receiver one. So if you draft him as such, you've now hurt yourself consistency-wise because, yeah, you might get some big weeks, but you're going to get some duds. And, in fact, you know, I, I explained on a podcast I was on just earlier last week, I said, here's the thing about Mari Cooper. His 63% consistency is his all-time career high, and that ranked 21st. The year before, he was at 41st. He was 47% consistent. In fact, 63% is the first time he's been over 50% consistent in a season. So that's the kind of thing you want to look at, and that's where the guide is kind of – I always say it's kind of like the, the fries to your Happy Meal. You know, go get your stats from whatever big site you like to use, you know, whether it's ESPN or Fantasy Alarm or whoever guys you want. Uh, or get your dynasty information, of course, from these guys, you know, dynasty war zone. But then get the fries, get the consistency guide so that when you're kind of looking at players and you're trying to compare where you're ranking them for your lineup, for your for your teams, 
that you can go, hey, should I pick this guy? I'm not sure between these two. Oh, wow, this guy is 75% consistent last year. This guy was 50. Big difference. They scored almost the same points, but the consistency was so much different, so much better. So that's what we use it for. As you said, you can use it for DFS purposes, especially cash games, because you want to find those low floor guys. The guys are consistent, but you can also get them at a good price. You know, let's say last year was a guy like Larry Fitzgerald or, uh, you know, somebody like that, that you could count on getting that 10 to 12 points a week, but you only have to pay, you know, a lesser price for them in DFS than you would for somebody who'd be more expensive. So that's the kind of stuff you want to look for uh, on the DFS side. So that's kind of where the consistency comes into play. Like you said, kind of uses an additional tool in your draft arsenal and it should help you every year, you know, be a better fantasy player and, and you know, win those one or two more games that might be stopping you from making the playoffs. No. And a couple of things you know, I'm, I'm always about how can this help you now? Well, a lot of our listeners are bored. They're doing quarantine mm-hmm. startups so as you're, as you're, you know, maybe you're in the third round of your most recent startup and you're debating between a couple of guys. That's where having a tool, and you know what I always say here in the mm-hmm. Dynasty War Zone, use tools, don't be one, and, you know, use a tool <laughs> nice. li- like the consistency guide and go in there and say, man, you know what, I'm debating between, I don't have their ADP in front of me, but like Kenny Galladay and Amari Cooper. Or Cooper, right, exactly. A c- c- couple of guys like that, or, and then, then you can look. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, then now you're speaking to my heart. And and, and, and yeah, another right. another big area where this will help people. Maybe you're maybe you're hashtag swearing off startups, no startups this off season. Well, how about you if you're playing those MFL tens, those those ten dollar FFP no PC, mm-hmm. thirty five dollar best balls. Man, if if you're rolling, you know, and doing a bunch of those, and I have a lot of friends in my group chats who are. That's how I this, am. that's how this will. <laughs> I mean, a lot of places haven't even started to put out any content yet. And for you to have stuff based on consistency as you're building those rosters, especially, I mean, it will help you in like the, as like maybe a decision maker, but it might help you snag a really cheap uh, guy late who might be a consistent, like James White. I don't know what he'll do without oh. Tom, without Tom Brady, but I know over the last three years, he, he's been fairly, yeah. I think he will be too. There's no one's best friend for a young quarterback if it is Jared Stidham. Then the tight end right. and and the check down running yeah. back. So all right, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a couple of guys. Um, we don't want you to give away too right. much because the goal yeah. of, of the show is for the uh, the listener to go check out the consistency guide. But can you give us a uh, one or two of the big names that the data is going to tell you that is uh, bound to regress in 2019? And maybe you can give us one that may regress and one that you think may return to historical uh, consistency. Well, it's interesting because um, when you when you sent me that question, the way I was looking at it is is there's a lot of players, especially as you were talking about best ball right now, that have regressed from a ADP standpoint, but their value didn't change. And the one guy that you brought up that kind of even collates with that is James White. Right now, there is no love for the Patriots players. Um, James White's ADP is way outside the top, I think, 30 for running backs, even though last year he was 18th, um, you know, and even higher in that inconsistency. Um, But the other one is Julian Edelman. I mean, I got him as my wide receiver three in round seven in a best ball draft. This guy last year was seventh in total points. His consistency was, I think, uh, fifth overall. 
um, you know, he puts up solid numbers every year. And as you mentioned, who who better to throw the ball to than James White and Julian Edelman for whatever quarterback becomes the Patriots? But, you know, you wanted me to go after some bigger names, so I did. So one of them I'm going to talk about, um, and, it, and it hurts me a little bit, not from a I shouldn't say more from a fantasy standpoint than a because I'm a Browns fan because obviously I live in Northeast Ohio, but love Nick Chubb, had him last year. And in the guide, I said I'm very concerned about him when Kareem Hunt comes into play because that could hurt his value. Now, when you look at his numbers, you will see that Nick Chubb end of the year, 75 percent consistent, just fantastic. I mean, how how you know if you get a guy that's over 70, 75 percent consistent, especially a running back. Um, you know, that's that's basically an RB1. That's what you want out of your guy. But when you look at the consistency guide and you look at his consistency profile, which we do over 175 players for, um, one of the things I show is the his consistency per week, kind of a clutch games by week, so that you can see trends of how they did. Did they start off fast? Did they end slow? And Nick Chubb, was only 50% consistent in the second half. He was 100% consistent through week 10. And then week 11 on, he went 50%. And that was exactly when Kareem Hunt came into play. Kareem Hunt's still there. They haven't got rid of him yet. They put a high tender on him. So I'm a little worried that Chubb may not be worth that first-round draft pick right now uh, because of what happened when they had both the guys on the field. Um, they, you know, it helped the, the NFL team, the Cleveland Browns, but it didn't help Nick Chubb as consistent consistency. Actually, Kareem Hunt was 75% consistent in the second half where Chubb was only 50. So that's a guy that I kind of see some regression if they continue to do that way. And with Stefanski there, you know, he'll use those two guys to the best of his ability. So that's a little bit of regression there. Uh, the other one that people probably are a little bit too high on is Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson was fourth last year in consistent, or I'm sorry, fourth last year in total points. So again, you know, people look at that and go, okay, well, he's a top five quarterback. Problem is his consistency was only 56%. And that's kind of rare for him. He's usually much better than that, but he definitely did not have a very good season. Um, you know, the running game, uh, they, they, it just never really clicked for him, you know, doing what the, he always does best, which is run around and make things happen and throw the ball. Um, so that's a guy that I think you might see a little bit of regression. I don't think you want to draft him, you know, as the number four quarterback off the board. I think there's some better selections and more consistent selections that you can get later rounds, maybe four or five rounds later, like round eight, nine, ten. Uh, so I'm kind of a little bit down on, on Russell Wilson heading into this year as well. Still be good. Still QB one. But I think there's be some regression there. A uh, guy that's going to go up, like I said, Edelman's going really low. Uh, hot, or you know, way out there ADP-wise. A.J. Green's going out there, and so is uh, Juju. So all three of those guys I've drafted already in some best ball leagues as my one, two, and three combined on one team. And I got them in rounds four, five, and seven. So a lot of not a lot of love for those three, and you know they all have the ability, and especially if everybody's healthy around them. So no, I, I I love the Russell Wilson call. I just think that when we hear Russell Wilson, we think superstar, and he yeah. is. He I think and he, he is, and and he's I think he's better for the players that he serves. But mm-hmm. you're right. I remember him last year. He just took off like a shot, and didn't end the season at the 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 same house of uh, 
the same house of fire as you know he I guess he, how he started the season. Right. So uh, let's see here. So is is there anyone that maybe had a down? 2019, um, we talked about Juju, we talked about right. that. What about Robert Woods? Robert Woods is someone that uh, has become a bit of a hot topic with Brandon Cooks being traded to the uh, Texans. Texans yeah. yeah, he's been mm-hmm. traded to Houston. Um, d- d- does that help him? I know there's going to be target share. Uh, he's very highly thought of in the community. Anything on Bob Woods before we uh, talk some rookies? No, I think Robert Woods is a great choice. Um, he'll he'll definitely be kind of forgotten. I'm sure his ADP, I haven't looked in a while, um, but I know it's way out there because, again, a lot of people kind of feel like he – and he didn't have a great season. He went from 88% consistency down to 60% consistency, which, you know, that's obviously a big drop. He was still in the top 36. So he was 28th in consistency, 14th in total points. Uh, so, you know, he wasn't terrible. He just had some boomer bust games, which the Rams did a lot last year. Um, but, you know, I think what you, you know, I, I definitely will get him. I want to get him as my wide receiver four. Uh, I think that would be a great spot to get him. And if you can, you know, do that, that, you know, again, with the guys like AJ Green and some of these guys going so much later, um, his ADP is actually uh, wide receiver 22. Um, so he's still, you know, he's still getting some love. It's not like he's totally forgotten. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's just surprising when you, when you see guys like Edelman, Landry, uh, like I said, uh, and, and those going after Robert Woods, it's kind of hard to take Robert Woods when I feel like I'm getting a little bit better there. So we'll see if he continues to, you know, stay where he's at. Uh, it's kind of hard to judge cause there's not as much mock drafts going on that you can get some good data out of. Um, I've seen things all over the place with some of these from fantasy pros to F, uh, fantasy football calculator. Uh, you know, I've seen one where somebody's an you know an RB nine, and next one you're an RB eighteen. So it's kind of hard to judge where they're really falling out at this point. But uh, you know, he's always a good value. Always been a consistent player. Um, if you can get him as your wide receiver three or four, that that's a great pick. Well, I'm happy to hear you say that. I got roped into the first ever Dynasty Warzone Patreon League, and I got Robert Woods at 80th overall in a Dynasty startup. Nice. Feel, feel, yeah, I feel really good about that. Uh, got him in the same area as guys like uh, Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, uh, Marquise Brown, and I think the consistency, to use a word, uh, yeah. will, will benefit me greatly. So uh, as this releases, we're you know within a week or so, of the NFL draft. So uh, is there any rookies that the college data maybe shows that uh, can increase their odds of success at the next level? Um, I know we've heard a lot about Tua. We've heard a lot about right. Burrow. What have you got on some of these rookies? That's been the big, uh, uh, I guess, flavor of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously with the draft coming up soon, people you know, loved, you know, and, and people were saying, well, how could you put out this guide early? Because you're not going to be able to put the rookies in it. And I go, well, I, I don't put rookies in here. I put them in the tier draft list at the end, which will be basically, you know, my rankings for the year. Um, and obviously when that all comes out and where they end up and where situations are, it's that. But one of the things that I always refer people to um, is in the fantasy football consistency guide is an article that I've written now uh, for the last uh, four years in the guide. It's called rookies versus consistency. And all I'm showing to people is just 
pure, honest data. I'm not telling them anything right or wrong. I'm just presenting the data. And the data shows this. Since 2010, there have been 428 quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends drafted in the first four rounds. Okay? So I didn't go any past f- round four because, by you know, there's not that many Tom Brady's in the world that go in round six and become Hall of Famers. So, so just the first four rounds, 428 of those guys have been drafted. Of those 428, only 36 of them earned a 60% consistency rating in their rookie season. That's 8.4%. So that means that 91.6% of the people drafted in the first four rounds don't earn a 60% consistency rating in their rookie season. And 60% is basically what I feel like you need to have at at a minimum at each position in your starting lineup. Now you're not always going to get that. And I understand that, but that's what you want. So if you wanted rookie and you're going to take that chance, they have to be able to show and earn 60% consistency in their first season. Now, if we look at the names of the players who have done that, we certainly see some guys like a quarterback, Cam Newton, Dak Prescott, and both of them went on to have good careers and did very well and have done very well. But the other four that have made that at quarterback, because there's only been six of them, is Robert Griffin, Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray. Now, we know Griffin and Mariota collapsed. We're not sure about Mayfield yet, and Murray was good, but we'll see where it goes from there. But it shows you that even if they do have a good rookie season, not always a guarantee to continue. Now, the wide receivers are completely different. Every single one of these guys have been drafted, you know, and had over 60% in their rookie season. And listen to the names of the guys that have done it. Odell Beckham, Michael Thomas, A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, D.K. Metcalf was last year. Debo Samuels was last year. Oh, and I forgot Allen Robinson. What do we know about those wide receivers? All of them have been consistent, continually consistent studs even after their rookie season. So if you can get a guy, so as we look at DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel, that kind of shows us that these are two guys that as youngsters, you want to take a chance on this year in your draft versus a Cortland Sutton or an AJ Brown who haven't, didn't prove that this year. So not that they're bad, just the numbers speak for themselves. So that's what that article is there for, just to show people, hey, I get it. The shiny new toys. You want the rookies. Now, Dynasty is obviously a whole different world. I mean, obviously, you're trying to get the, the rookies, and you're going to draft them up much higher than you would in, in, a, um, in, a, in a startup Dynasty. You may draft them a lot higher than you would normally. But what this is showing is, is that it's very difficult for a player to be drafted and, and really be worth – a, you know, a starter in your starting lineup uh, is very rare for them to do that in their rookie season. So that's what I look at rookies. I don't judge them. I don't watch college football. I don't care what they did in college until they prove it in the, in the pros, then I'll believe it. So hate, hate to be a downstairs on that one, but that's the way I've looked at it. No. And, and that's good. Because too often, as dynasty owners, it's it's the the mindset can be I'm one rookie away, 
You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, I'm a and, and sometimes that is the case. Sometimes you are a Saquon Barkley away. Sometimes right. you are a Christian McCaffrey away. But right. more often than not, you wind up thinking you're a Corey Davis away or a Laquan right. Treadwell away, and you end up, and you end <laughs> right. up not getting what you thought, at least not initially. Um, right. You know, some of these guys, they, they wind up hitting – uh, a little bit later in the season, I'll give you a Miles Sanders. I haven't had a chance to go all the way through the guide yet, but without even looking at it, I bet you if you split Miles Sanders' season in half, he's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. First Absolutely half, was, yep. First half he of the was. season, he was probably very inconsistent. Second half of the season, he was an absolute monster, even in games that he got nicked up a little bit. But you, you've done the legwork for all of us. But, but before we uh, talk about the guide again and we wrap this one up and, and, and bring it in, um, is there is no? I know you're not a big rookie guy yet. You want him to prove it, but is there anyone um, that that's caught your eye? I mean, it's hard not to love Joe Burrow. Um, you know, he's an Ohio guy, so obviously that makes me biased right off the bat. He's from Athens, Ohio, which is where Ohio University is, which is where two of my daughters graduated from. So a lot of love for Joe Burrow. Um, the only thing that disappoints me about Joe Burrow is that Ohio State let him walk and. <laughs> He could have been there. Um, but, you know, this kid's just got everything. You know, it, it, there's there's so few faults. He's smart. He's talented. He's, you know, he, you know, he reads defense as well. He's got enough legs that keeps him, you know, you know, out of trouble. Um, you know, I, you got to love this kid. And if he can come to Cincinnati, which is where we expect him to go, um, <clears throat> he has A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. Uh, you know, there's some good players there. It's not like he's, you know, going to a, a crappy team. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, you know, their offensive line should be better. That guy they drafted last year missed the whole season. He'll be back. They, you know, they continue to improve that. So I really like this kid. And obviously the this whole stretch of wide receivers, I mean, Judy and, and Jefferson and, and uh, you know, there's so many, so much talent out there. Um, but again, that doesn't always pay off. We certainly have seen very talented receivers being drafted in the first round, you know, have a couple boom games. Most of them are bust and, you know, they either, you don't hear from them again or, you know, they go somewhere else. Maybe they make it three years down the road, like a Devonte Parker. Um, so, you know, that's the difficult part and, you know, uh, that's what we want to keep an eye on. But, a lot of talent at wide receivers, obviously some, you know, big names coming in from the quarterback position, but right place, right time, right system, right coaches, it all, it all makes a big factor. It's not college anymore. And that's why, you know, we, I don't, people always think I hate rookies. I don't hate rookies. I just want them to prove something to me first. And so that's all I'm asking. That, that is com- completely fair. You, you mentioned Judy. Uh, if I hear one more Marvin Harrison comp, I just may have to draft him everywhere. Obviously, living in <laughs> Indianapolis, and right. I, I just hear everyone rave about him. Uh, mm. I, I love the comparison. And if I had to say, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. Uh, we'll, we'll have you back on. We'll make this a an annual occurrence as you guys continue to put out the consistency guide. I have a feeling that he may not have the highest ceiling, but I feel like Jerry Judy has the highest floor. And we'll look back one, two, three, five years from now, and we'll be able to look back and say, hey, you know what? He didn't have the, the, the super high ceiling like a C.D. Lamb, but man, mm-hmm. was he ever consistent, and he was uh, 
a, a guy that we we really fell in love with. Well, listen, Bob, I, I really appreciate you stopping by to talk to me about the guide Thank and just you. just uh, chat us up a little bit. Again, uh, you can find the guide at BigGuyFantasySports.com and at Amazon just by simply searching on your Amazon app or your website. Uh, consistency guide and it'll it'll pop right up so what else do you want these people to know uh but before we let you go um you know i guess if there's anything outside of what you already said you know get get the guide out there um but the other thing is too is don't be afraid to ask questions um to some people this is a completely new concept they may have in their back of their heads and, and i've heard this many times of people will hit me up on twitter and follow me and and, you know, the other day I gave away like 100 guides for free all day long. It was just kind of my way of just helping people feel better about life. Um, and I do that a lot. I give away free PDFs just randomly and for fun and, you know, for reasons. And and a lot of them emailed me later in the day after I sent it to them. And, you know, it always makes me feel good because they're like, Bob, you know, I've always had this idea in the back of my mind that I thought this should have been important. But now that I read this. And it comes so much clearer to me and I will buy this for the rest forever because it makes sense. It's easy to understand. And I said, and I say to these people and I'm, and the, what I was getting to here was just to say, don't be afraid to, to reach out to me. The idea is to educate you. You know, it's the whole teach a person to fish kind of thing. You know, I'm don't just read this and take my word for it, read it and apply it to the other tools that you have and improve your team with the use of consistency. It's not the end all. It's not, you know, I, I, I have it in my head, so I know what I'm drafting and, and it's easy for me. But for those who are just learning and trying to understand, ask questions, email me, Twitter, DMs, whatever. Hey, Bob, I looked at this. Explain to me what X consistency is and this, you know, versus this consistency. Now, and, and I'll explain that to people. I mean, I try to do it well in the book, but you know, what I think makes sense is very easy to understand. Doesn't always, you know, um, look that way to somebody else. But, you know, the key is just it's, you know, understand and I'm here to help. And, you know, I love going on these podcasts with guys like you and, and Randy and, you know, just sharing it with your listeners that I'm here to help you with that. And, you know, I can we can apply this to Dynasty as much as we can apply this to season long. So, you know, we're startup. So just I'm here for you. Let me know what I can do to help. And uh, I always got my phone in my hands, so I, I'm usually pretty responsive. No, absolutely. And, and yeah, that is very true. Um, I, I we, We've been chatting back and forth on Twitter, and you are very easy to get. I'm actually going to reference an article by a gentleman named Dave Seal. Uh, I found this on medium.com. And the average winning PPR score is between 100 and... 30 and 170 points in a 12-team PPR league. Now, how, now how do you build a roster in a head-to-head league that's going to give you 130 to 170 points? Pretty simple. You get the players that are most consistently going to help you build a roster right. that, that fill that out. So I um, wanted to make sure I, I throw that out there. And thank you so much for coming on and chatting yeah. with me. I apologize on behalf of Jerry. Uh, I, I continue to joke with him, <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that he is. He is uh, essential. And he is out uh, working tonight. But no, I really appreciate it, guys. Please head over to Twitter. Give him a follow. I will throw his Twitter address out there again. He's at Bob underscore Lung, L-U-N-G. And you never know when he might get another wild hair and 
hand out another 100 PDFs. He, he may be bored, but you know what? We, we don't do that. I don't. Um, we, we tend to buy these things. We want to put support back out into the fantasy community. So on behalf of Bob, I am Memphis. And remember, here at the Dynasty Warzone, we are just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll talk to you real soon. I was styling out there like a champion, yeah. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZ ring. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZ ring, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you wanna be the best in the game, you wanna have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring, and let's have a big season.